get into the message, uh, I wanted to share something with you. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to the radio. I think I was running to the dollar store or something, coming back, flipping through the radio station. And there was a guy on the radio preaching. And so I just stopped just, you know, in, in the few minutes it took me to get from the store to home to listen to what this guy was saying. Well, he, he was teaching a message about Jesus and Peter and the time that Jesus uh, preached on the boat and how they went out to fish. And, you know, they'd fished all night. And he said, hey, throw your nets out and you'll catch a bunch of fish. And they catch so much it almost sinks the boat. And many of you may know that story. And as he was telling us, I thought, oh, this is such a cool message. We need to teach this. So, you know, I go home and write stuff down, talk to dad about it. And he's like, oh, let's teach that. Well, then this week I start to study and I look at the scripture and what this guy was saying did not line up with what the scripture said. Uh, he kind of altered the story to fit his message. And so I, kind of, and I don't know who this guy, I don't even know the radio station. I mean, he's not like a bad guy or anything. Like I said, I don't even know who he was. But the story didn't line up for the way he taught this. And so it made me think that how careful as Christians we have to be as you listen to things. Um, we always tell the kids in Ground Zero, do not get your theology or your beliefs about Christianity from movies, TV shows, or music. All right, You can't go to the movies and watch a movie and say, oh, well, you know, this is supposedly a Christian movie, so this has to be true. And what I did is, is when I went to the Bible and looked up that story, it's like, well, this says something different. So anytime you hear anything, whether it's the radio, through media, I mean, even, like it's Christian radio, a pastor preaching, but when I went to the Bible, it said something different. And I want to encourage you to always go back to your Bible. Don't just think, oh, well, this is Christian radio, or this is a Christian song, or this is a Christian movie, so this has to be true, because more often than not, it's probably wrong. And so I want to encourage you to always use your Bible, always go back to the Word. If you don't even know, like, Google it. You can Google, what does the Bible say uh, about this story? What does the Bible say about this topic? And it'll pull up verses. Uh, I don't know how any pastor preached before Google. I, I mean, they had a big book, you know, they had to look through for all all these to show you what verses meant. Thank God for Google. And so use that resource and, and don't just take everything as, oh, well, this has to be it. Always look it up in your Bible. Amen. So let's bow our heads real quick and we're going to pray before we jump into the message. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning uh, that you would speak through me, that it's not my words, but your words, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. This morning, we're going to talk about endurance um, and, and running. And when I imagine running a race, or, or even running, you know, if you, you get on Google and Google search running, and there's all these images of pictures of the long, windy road with green grass on both sides and the sun coming up, you know, and it's beautiful, and they're in these awesome running clothes with the coolest running shoes, and it's like, oh, man, that's the, the race of life, but generally, that's what the race of life looks like. Right there, you're on your back, there's fire, sweat, blood, and tears, and that's what life looks like. Not this pretty running down a nice paved top road. Life can get ugly. And in the Word, uh, Paul talks about running the race and running it with endurance and how to, uh, as Christians, how do we keep up the faith? How do, we, how do we run and not you know, lose sight, not lose faith, not give up? How do we keep going? How do we uh, keep our faith? And so that's what we're going to talk about this morning is having endurance in your walk with God. And uh, Hebrews 12.1 Hebrews 12, says that, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin 
that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. And so we look at this and it says, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, that's talking about people who've gone on to heaven, uh, people that we know who are in heaven were surrounded by a cloud of witnesses to the life of faith, that they're in heaven cheering you on, saying you can do it, you can make it. And it says, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially sin that trips us up. And, and then to run the race with endurance that God has set before you. And you think like, oh, that's, that's a really cool verse, man. I'm highlighting that. I'm writing that down. I'm making a note. But then when you really begin to think about it, you're like, how in the world do I do this? What does this even look like to strip off every weight that slows us down? I mean, does that mean at lunch I should just have two enchiladas instead of three enchiladas? Uh, I mean, you know, to strip off this sin that easily trips us up. Uh, what sin do I even have in my life? Now, right now, in this moment, many of us in the room, probably 100% of us in the room, we can think, we can think like, oh, man, I, I hope so-and-so's listening, or, or, man, I know that my husband or wife, they, there's a lot of things they need to get rid of in their life. And the Bible says, before you pull the splinter out of, you know, before I pull the splinter out of Megan's eye, I should pull the plank out of my own eye meaning focus on yourself. And so that's what we're going to do this morning is I want you to take a hard look at your own life and not think about somebody else or somebody you wish was here or how you could fix, because that's what we want to do. We want to fix everybody in the room, but we don't want to look at ourselves. I don't want to fix me. I'll fix you, but you don't, you don't fix me, you know? And so what I want us to do this morning is I want you to take a hard look at your life, at the things that are tripping you up, at the things that are weighing you down, and focus on those this morning and not those around us. And so as we read this, we can think, how do we do that? How do I strip off every weight and how do I get rid of sin? Hebrews 12, 2, the very next verse describes it very easily. And it says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. So we see this verse, very next verse, and it, it's telling us in verse 1 to get rid of everything that's holding you back. And it says, how do we do this? We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Now this, just like the first verse, raises the same questions. That's great. How do I do that? What does it look like to keep my eyes on Jesus? And as we're looking at ourselves this morning, you might have the question of, well, well, maybe that means I should read my Bible more. Maybe I should be uh, praying more or fasting or, or maybe I should go to both services on Sunday, the 9 and the 1045, and maybe go to a life group in between because, because somehow I've got to keep my eyes on Jesus and I've got to focus on God, right? And so we immediately turn to all the things that we need to do to fix ourselves, the things we need to do to keep our eyes on Jesus. And you know that if you've been there before, if you've ever been in that place of I'm really going to focus on God and I'm going to do the right thing, you know, tomorrow you mess up, you make a huge mistake, you know, you, you go home and you read 16 chapters of the Bible tonight and then you don't read it again for 16 months, right? And, and we, we have this like, man, I'm going to do right, man, I'm going to do this. And we fail time and time again. And we start and we fail and we start and we fail. Because what we're doing is we're focusing on ourselves and we're not focusing on God. And so the easiest statement you can hold on to is God, I can't, but God, you can. I can't, but God, you can. 
in your life, when you're faced with the weights that hold you down, the sin that dogs you, you have to approach it as, God, I can't, but you can God, I can't get rid of this sin. God, I can't get rid of my anger. But God, you can. God, I can't be the father I need to be. But God, you can. I can't be the husband I need to be. But God, you can. I can't be the friend I need to be. Because it's not even in me to have that type of love that I need. But God, you can. Let me tell you, in the midst of your sin, in the middle of it, in the the time of the action of your sin, if you have an angry outburst, a lustful thought, whatever's dogging you, right in the middle of it, you say, God, I can't, but you can. God, I can't, but you can. You know, lots of times we think that God's saying, hey, once you get it together, then come hang out with me at church. Once you get everything figured out and fixed, then come hang out with me at church. But God isn't saying that. God's saying, just come on. Just come on and walk with me. And we have to say, God, I can't do it. I can't make it happen. It's impossible. I want to turn to Matthew 19, verse 26. And it says that Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Now, probably many of you in this room have faced situations that seemed impossible. Maybe not even seemed impossible. They were impossible. I mean, it was out of your control. There is no worse feeling in your life than when there's nothing you can do to make it better. Right? There's nothing you can do to fix it. I mean, you can't try harder, make more money, get the right doctors. It's just out of your control. It's impossible. And, and what happens sometimes is we lose our faith in God. We can give up on God. We can not trust God. And as people, we have trust issues as it is. I mean, we don't trust our government. We don't trust corporations. We don't trust businesses. My Lord, we don't trust our closest friends. We have severe trust issues. And so then when it comes to God, we don't trust God. We don't think God's good. We don't think God's going to take care of us. And I can personally say, like, I've been there before. I've been at that place of, I don't know that I can trust God. But in the midst of that, in the midst of your doubt, in the midst of your anger, in the midst of your unbelief, you have to just say, God, I can't, but you can. Whether you believe it or not, you just say it, God, I can't, but you can God, I can't do this. We can't do this. You know, my family can't do this. The right job can't do this. But God, you can. And we know that humanly speaking, it's impossible. But with God, everything's possible. Uh, Arthur, if you'd grab that piece of wood and, and meet me up here, we're going to have a quick object lesson to kind of show you. You can just stand right here and hold it, hold it on, hold it like right here, and then face that way, like you're going to walk that way. Okay, don't walk yet. All right, so Arthur's holding this. We'll come back around so y'all can see too. And he's he's got all these bricks, right? And so in his life, if he's running a race and uh, he's holding this, which represents all his junk, you know, maybe his anger and his problems and his marriage and whatever's wrong, whatever he's struggling with, uh, you know, this is his junk. Now, it would, it would be 
very difficult for him to run a race with that. It'd be very difficult to keep his hands on both sides without moving his hands and, and, and to walk and to get rid of those one by one. And they say, oh, he could just dump it over. But if he couldn't do that, if you couldn't dump it over, if he had to get them one by one, it's almost impossible. You could not do it. You could not move, keep your hands on the side, and, and get rid of your junk. Now, we're telling God that I can't, Arthur can't do it, but God can. So we'll pretend that I represent Jesus this morning. And as he's walking through life and Jesus begins to walk with him, what Jesus does is he begins to grab the bricks and take care of it for him. And he's walking with God and God's taking care of all the junk. Let's turn back around and go this way. And so as he's walking through life and and he's struggling and God's getting rid of it for him. Now, what the devil wants to do is the devil wants to come back and grab this and say, nope, 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 put that back on. Put that back on. You, you messed up. You screwed up. But then as you continue to walk with God, God just grabs it and puts it back. And as you walk with God, what God does is he begins to take care of your junk for you. You don't have to. Thank you, Arthur. And so as you walk through life, as you go through it, and as you keep your eyes on Jesus, as you say, you know, God, I can't, but you can, he begins to take care of the junk in your life for you. He begins to walk with you and get rid of it with you. Instead of, Arthur, once you get that taken care of, then walk with me. He didn't do that. I mean, he didn't do it with his disciples. He's not doing it with you today. And, and God is saying, hey, you walk with me, you keep your eyes on me, and what seems impossible, I'm going to make possible. All right? Now, if we turn to 1 Peter 2.24, this is talking about Jesus on the cross, and it says he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds, you were healed. So that's saying what we just, what we just showed you is that Jesus is carrying your sin for you. As you're walking through life, Jesus is taking your sin and he's carrying it and he's getting rid of it. And like we said, the devil might try to put it back on, but you just say, no, no, God, I can't, but you can. And then God will continue to remove that. Psalms 55 verse 22 says, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Give your burdens to the Lord. That's exactly what we showed this morning. As Arthur walks through life, the race of life, as he's trying to hang on to his faith, as he's trying to have endurance in his faith and in his belief, he's saying, God, I can't, but you can. And we we say, how do I keep my eyes on Jesus? You just say that right there. If you need to write it down on a card, a piece of paper, tape it on the fridge, the mirror, in your car, and you just say, God, today I can't, but you can. God, I can't be the father I need to be. God, I can't be the husband I need to be, right? I can't be the friend I need to be. I can't be the employee I need to be, but God, you can. And you say, God, it's impossible, but I know with you everything is possible. I know that you've already carried my sin on the cross. I know that if I give my burdens to you, you won't let me slip and fall. And I want to encourage you this morning to give it over to God. Whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're facing this morning. And you might think, well, well, God doesn't care about this. Number one, God does care. Well, this problem's too big. Nothing's too big for God. It's not impossible. Everything is possible with God. 
And like I already said, even if you have doubt or disbelief, just say it in your doubt and unbelief. Just confess it. God, today I can't, but you can. Give your burdens over to God. If you would, bow your heads and close your eyes. What I want to do is, is I just want to take a minute and I want you to think about the burdens in your own life. I want you to think about the weight and sin that is holding you back. What do you need to strip off of your back so that you can draw closer to God, so that you can run this race with endurance instead of carrying around all this junk? What is it in your life? And then this morning, I want you to give that over to God. You tell God right now, God, I can't in this situation, but you can and trust in him, and not think of the ways you can fix it, the things you need to start doing, but God, I can't, but you can. Now, I'm gonna pray over you this morning, and as you've you've thought about these situations and these issues, I want you to give that over to God as I pray for you. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, and I pray right now, according to your word, that you've already carried our sins, that we have been cleansed of our sins. And Father, this morning, we lay our burdens at your feet. We give it over to you right now, Father. And we know that we can't, but God, you can. I pray that you would show us this morning, right now, you would bring to our hearts and to our minds these issues that we need to give over to you, that we need to quit trying to fix and allow you to fix it for us, Father. I pray that we wouldn't look at others or think about who else needs fixing, but Father, we would take a hard look into our our own hearts and our own minds, and we would look at ourselves And we would look at what we need to give to you. Father, I pray you would give us the strength and courage to give it over to you. That our faith would be in you. Our trust would be in you. That we would be able to lay this at your feet. Father, I pray as we do that, that you would not permit us to slip and fall, but you will take care of us. In the power and the authority of Jesus Christ, Satan, we bind you. I I bind your voice and command it to be silenced in each and every person's life here this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, I want to remind you, you know, write this down, uh, put it on a card, put it on a piece of paper, put it somewhere you can see it. And remember, even if you got up in the morning and just said, God, today I can't, but God, you can. And give your life over to God, submit your problems and your issues to God. And as you walk through life, he's going to begin to remove that junk from your life. Amen? Amen. Why don't y'all go ahead and stand to your feet. And uh, we're getting out a, a little bit early, so those of you with Powerville kids, they might be a little behind, uh, but we'll get a hold of them.